0: It's the most wonderful time of the year (laughs) Don't let the beautiful ballad fool you This is the Dungeon Monitors podcast We all know why you're here Our conversations aren't typically conventional And if you're basic Overtly conservative Boring as fuck Well then. I advise you to leave. But I'm hopeful you stay. You might learn something. Maybe not. Nonetheless, I am hopeful. (laughs) The choice is all yours. Alright, let's get into it. Shall we? This podcast... The Dungeon Monitors podcast, that is, is for awareness, provoking oxytocin, giving y'all a big surge of serotonin levels, mostly because of my voice, of course, <laughs> even though I fell hard and flat on year, but we're not going to bring that up, but it's also for a message. And welcome back, everybody. Holy shit. Where the fuck did the time go? Did you miss me? Of course you have. Not to worry. Mommy's here. Black motherfucking Friday. Here we are. In naughty November. No nut November. My birthday month. Scorpio season was in full effect. As usual. Per usual. Scorpios. We're just a whole different breed of demigods. Hair flip. <laughs> you can't see the hair flip so I had to say it. Now... Now we're in the Sagittarius timeline. Ugh. Yawn. Anyway, today's Black Friday, holy fuck. <laughs> Would you get me? We can talk about that later. We're gonna talk about November now. Specifically, no nut November. What is no nut November, you ask? First, I challenge and or dare you to grab a ball gag, put it in your mouth and say No Nut November as best as you can, and send the videos of it. I'd love to see it. No Nut November is similar to Locktober. In the sense of abstaining from masturbation, sex, busting a nut, so to speak, hence the term No Nut November, there are so many other charming ways to articulate and explain what No Nut November is, but the better or best way is a less kinky average Joe version of Locktober. Minus the popularity and usage of, of chastity devices, and it's a day less. There's still devices used in No Nut November, but it's more of a vanilla. Celebration, so October obviously. October, there's the chastity devices. There's way more usage of that than no nut November. Still used in no nut November, just not as celebrated. But it's catching on, and again, I am hopeful. Cliff note: You do not have to do the full 31 days in October or the full 30 days in no nut November. Fucking try or or build yourself up to it. Challenge yourself. It's fun, I promise. And practice makes perfect. But before we continue on the No Nut November topic, we're going to do a recap. Kinktober, Locktober, Shocktober, October. Oh my, the kinkier side of Lent. (laughs) Oh, how I love these so, oh, so very much. Ominous skies, like a Stephen King backdrop cosplay period tricks or treats whether it's one or the other both are of course preferred fall autumn energy it's quite lovely i liked october before it was fucking cool people are coming out of the woodwork pretending like october is life for them specifically halloween i can't stand it i can't yeah for halloween i was mrs courtney kardashian barker that was fun saw a lot of Lydia Deed and effeminate Beetlejuices love that but back to Chastity I'm going to address some pros and cons and again we're going to do a recap of Locktober we'll hit No Nut November again okay my fellow kingsters a couple things about Chastity your nether regions and private parts are not used to being caged it is not and never will be immediately comfortable never ever ever Let's start with that. And there are some who are very committed and dismiss the unpleasant, distressing physical side of a cock cage that makes you uncomfortable if the unusual, literal, physical feeling has not subsided in a matter of days. And not, of course, when you get excited, it's going to get tighter and all that shit. That should be an obvious, but still not a lot of you are familiar. So I'm going to walk through gently, as gently as I can. Mind the sarcasm. I'm going to be laying it on thick. Anyways. If the unusual, literal, physical feeling has not evolved and changed in so many days, you should really consider getting a different size, a different model. Know that there are devices designed to make it painful also. So if you're not looking for pain, 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 if that's not what you seek, avoid the chastity devices, the cages that have bumps and points, a textured design on the inside where your little pee goes. Steer clear of those. That's the best advice I can give you for that. If you're not looking for pain, which you're going to experience dis- discomfort and a little pain to an extent, be well aware that there are chastity devices very specifically intentionally made to hurt your little prick. Random life lesson. Random as fuck life lesson. Sometimes you have to have a little pain for pleasure. Take that as you may, however you want to. Open for interpretation. If you don't already know, you're welcome. Okay, let's hit some other pros and cons. Hygiene. Pro. Let's not fucking forget hygiene. Clean your devices, especially the 6000 models, CB3000s. Clean them all. Clean it in general. Just the appropriate maintenance is to clean it. Fucking clean it. I don't ever want to fucking hear, and I've heard this in the past, a long time ago, people were immediately eliminated, blocked, so on and so forth. Um, taking it off in so many days and cleaning it or doing this and doing that, it leads to temptation. I'm worried. I'm worried. It's too much back and forth. I'm worried I'm going to touch my little (laughs) pee-pee. I'm concerned. Please. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. I don't want to hear any more fucking excuses. That is so weak. And I already know you're weak, but that is fucking weak. Get your fucking shit together. And fucking focus. I'm worried. I don't know if I can do it. Man, again, I don't want to fucking hear that bullshit don't waste any of more of my time don't waste any more of your time you have to try if you end up taking it off don't fucking play with your dick simple there could be temptations okay well (laughs) my advice is that you will take not consider take is that you get fucking serious about this you don't like cleanliness you're you don't you're not up to par with hygiene if you don't want to clean your device that means you're not up to par with hygiene in general on the most base level ground level ground zero type way that is fucking disgusting i don't want to hear that shit and the fucking excuse of i might like get tum 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 yeah it's a possibility do you think we want to hear you cry about that we fucking know that it's your job your responsibility yours to control yourself especially if you're doing this solo you have to clean it you can take it off and clean it you can leave it on and clean it but fucking clean your shit dude period become dedicated get fucking serious and if you are committed if you are serious get a customized device less maintenance less struggle less questions for us Remember, kids, no question is a stupid question unless you're a dumb fuck toying with us and wasting our goddamn time. If you know that you're going to be doing this throughout the year, not just in Locktober or No not November, get a custom cage. Problem solved. Pro. Custom cages. Pro. Con. Nighttime is not always the right time. The con is you are more prone to discover significant discomfort at night. And it's because of like random erections that you get when you sleep, you know, when you develop a boner, that small little confined space that your little dick is already in gets even smaller, tighter, just a little reminder that you are not free. That's a pro. <laughs> you are not free. You are mine. Not just the key holder or dominatrix or whoever is holding the key. You're no longer able to have the freedom to distract yourself thing at any given time by pleasing yourself. You're not free pro harsh reality, hard pro hard pro dom. Mm. Another pro getting a good quality cage, especially if you are uncomfortable physically for a certain extent of time from your first election. And this actually happens more than you would assume a lot of people get one type of cage, and it's really not for them. Um, sometimes people go cheaper. That's that's not the route. This is an investment. A new option, especially if you're going for metal, of course, it will cost more than the silicone options, but it will be a hell of a lot more effective on many levels. Choosing the right device is key. <laughs> LOL, do you get it? Oh, my dad jokes, slap! <laughs> If it's some temporary king phase for a very short-term type situation, maybe role play. Again, very short-term with role play. Get what brand you want, but make sure it fits properly. That's the biggest thing. A lot of times people don't also consider weight. Some of these devices are a little heavy. That could also irritate your junk as well. Pro and con. Monkey wrench. Electronic chastity devices this is a tough one some of them have really great names cellmate for example amazing awesome great marketing with that name that's fucking bomb but there are a lot of complaints about a lot of the electronic ones they're not really made to fit it's kind of like a one-ish size or there's a couple size different sizes but they're complicated um a lot of complaints. I have heard very little pros, not trying to talk shit, just this is experiences that we've had, I've had, subs have had, and their feedback have been mostly poor. I, mostly poor, I mean like 90% poor. And when you go online and you research these electronic items, everything they say, the pitch, fucking spectacular, electrifying perfect sounds ideal not have have gotten little to no um positive ideal feedback and I'm going to go with the reviews from the people that have been under me in these circumstances and who have actually used them with that I am very weary of them again some great features but there are many serious kinks (sighs) you know what I mean That need to be worked out. Yeah. Okay. Some pros, if you're a full-time or practical full-time or plan to be practically full-time or full-time in chastity, you can have, pro, you can have a normal daily routine where you're not distracted by your cage. For all the paranoid experimenters, others will let you know if they notice that you're caged. (laughs) And they shouldn't know unless you tell them or show them. People don't generally have laser vision and they can't see through your clothing. If anyone knows you're in chastity, it could be because they practice in their own home or you bump into a dominatrix that can see through you and chances are they expose your dirty little secret is usually slim to none, unless you'd like them to. Or you piss them the fuck off. Either or. The sky's the limit. If you're curious about that scenario, that's definitely something that can be arranged con if it is noticeable under your clothing (laughs) i mean it can be considered a con really depends (laughs) pro everyone listen cock cages are typically unnoticeable pro (laughs) they're not invisible People will not see it unless, again, you fucking show your shit. Can there be a bulge? Sure. In most cases, no. But that will happen on occasion to someone that is active in vigorous activities like sports. If that's the case, you have to invest in a different chassis device. Investing in a different one, hopefully, as it should. Nip it in the bud. But then again, you might want it to be noticed. It all it depends, right? There are all sorts of different types of chastity devices. There's even the belt. Chastity belts for males. There absolutely are. Availability for all. It's a very diverse, nice product. But a lot of people don't enjoy them, especially men. However, it's another option. I don't really enjoy chastity belts. I like to use a belt for one thing and one thing only, and that's for spankings. Now... Chastity is about control. And when you have a keyholder that is not yourself, that will make you very much more prone to do the keyholder's bidding. I love this. When you don't have a puppet master and you're doing this solo, it's very eye opening as well. It's a lesson learning experience on how much you yourself have self control. You really have it. And if you don't think you do, get fucking locked up. Seriously. It can be tough. It is a struggle. I will always prefer and suggest you do this with a key holder, someone you know, someone you trust that's not going to bend when you sulk here and there. And your biggest adjustments will be, you can't whack off. You must sit when you urinate. Wow. You can do it. I believe in you. Sitting down to piss is not a big deal, by the way. Of course, there's a the sissy jokes. Sometimes people like it. Sometimes people don't. Whatever. Who gives a fuck? Sit down and fucking pee. Shut up. You got to pee? Do it. Sit the fuck down. <laughs> and you can still touch your pee-pee. It's right there. It didn't go anywhere. You just can't fucking explode. <laughs> just your mind, not your body. Can't whack off. Oh, no. We're not taking a limb off you. Or just putting on a temporary hold. Maybe a permanent one. I don't know if I can do it. You can do it. Toughen up. Being a chastity also, there's some really amazing benefits. It makes you occupy your time better. You come, become more structured. And again, if you have a key holder, you're more prone to do what they say. When they say exactly how they say. It's amazing. I don't know who I could trust with this. Fair. That's actually a fair statement. If you can't do this with a trusted partner because you don't have one or you're too scared to communicate this interest, hit up a dominatrix. This is our market, our niche. Taboo, the unconventional. And there are plenty of SWs out there that can help you out. Hit me up. Hit me up. You know how to find me. Know that it comes with a price, not just come tax, the, the whole ordeal. Know that pro in this, pro as in pro-dom means professional dominatrix. Okay, kitties, it's story time now. Ready? Too bad. For October. I'm going to talk about two very special subjects, both long distance and we did it the old-fashioned way. And no, I'm not referring to them mentally fighting off touching their peepees because can't trust that shit any motherfucker can say no no i didn't masturbate but i don't fucking think so if you had the strength in any capacity i wouldn't be in your life i'm in your life because you are weak and i'm gonna help realign you you're very welcome anyways the two subjects that i'm talking about on this special journey of locktober let's call them thing one and thing two thing one is a lifer. And by lifer, I mean, for example, in hospitality, you might have guests that continuously come for years, and they typically have a routine, or they typically want very specific things always. They call that a regular. So my lifer is kind of a regular, if you need a better example. My lifer, thing one, has a routine. And a part of the routine is a Very heavy incorporation and complementary combination of financial domination. Thing One's origin story goes something like this. I met Thing One almost maybe close to a decade ago. Very much an alpha male publicly and loves, loves financial domination. And that's how all this started. Thing One communicates with many dums. He's a very rich lifestyle, very privileged, extremely entitled. Thing One has several, several children, single, feral beast. He could do no wrong because he can pay anybody off. And he will try to get away with anything and everything. Because he can. That's his life. He's very accustomed to it. Thing One is very aware that money equals power and is used to controlling almost any situation and any narrative with his inheritance. Money. Until the fuck he met me. because I don't give a fuck whom you think you are, who your family is, and how much money you may or may not have or pretend to have. I don't give a fuck. Even when I first met him in person. Oh my god thing one flew in and I can't talk too much about this, but what I will say is he tried and he failed. Some things I can share. He enjoys very much being degraded, (laughs) especially by ladies in latex. It's his dirty little secret and no one knows. But when September hits, we pretty much since he's a regular, we know what to expect. We revisit his routine, which is basically flies in for an in-person session. We go over limitations. to other doms are involved. The session consists of verbal humiliation, followed by some impact play. Then, bum, 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 the device is put on. His rights are read to him again. Any qualms? Nope, never. He never has a qualm. Never has an issue. He tried to be a diva before, but I shut that shit the fuck down. I don't deal with bratty, and I don't deal with fucking divas, unless they're hot chicks. Whatever. For the most part, the agreement, the contract, so on and so forth, in a nutshell, is he's to be locked up for 31 days. That is the goal. If he doesn't make it to 31 days, there's a penalty. (laughs) He leaves behind a couple of credit cards with me, just in case he decides to cheat. You know, give me a hard time not hitting up my PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, what the fuck ever, if he wants to get fucking stupid. There are consequences. He's more than aware. We made the agreement together years ago. It's been modified, but it's really barely changed. Circling back to the credit cards, by the way... If for whatever reason, the credit cards are blocked, not working, not active, blah, 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 blah. We have a backup plan. And the way thing one rolls, it's about exposure. He makes sure to not make very specific mistakes because exposure. As someone who is in the public eye, he would hate to be exposed. But that's also a thrill. He's willing to walk a tightrope or because he's fucking bold. There are a lot of stipulations put into place for his spoiled ass and a lot of those stipulations the consequence is a financial contribution because that's technically the disciplinary action for the most part. The whole exposure thing the BM thing that scares the shit out of people for everybody listening he has given consent on all the anything he doesn't follow we have consent permission to make the moves on our end that we can that we will make and do and it's been literally almost eight years people even though he doesn't follow everything to the t his bitch ass has not been exposed he is very lucky so he's doing a couple things right ish okay so, rules, regulations, limitations, so on and so forth for thing one. He is able to contact me daily if need be, a limited amount, of course. It is only to be about chastity. If he supersedes that, the amount that he's allotted, um, if he talks about anything but the topic, which is chastity, the only topic that we need to be speaking of, it could be a safety issue, a concern he is welcome to talk to me about it. Absolutely. But if he does not follow what he's supposed to, that's a ding. That's a penalty. Ding. Big fucking ding. I have access to everything too. And he's tried me before. And other than me reminding him of his contract that is by the way, notarized. Cause that's how far we go. Thing one is a public figure. The public figure. You may have seen him on television several times. I'm positive you have. He knows I don't play. And that's all in part why he adores me so very much. I don't let him get away with anything. Nothing. I micromanage the fuck out of him, which he secretly hates. He can't stand when anyone tries to manage him at any capacity outside of the BDSM realm. In the regular day-to-day vanilla life, he can't fucking stand people telling him what to say, what to do, he changes everything, he's a huge asshole, but with me, and now he's tried me twice, and we've known each other for about eight years, and we've done chastity with each other for about four, with me, it's a whole new world. Every time. Anytime we interact. And he loves that shit. (laughs) But he is a piece of shit. And I know you're listening. Yeah, anyways, does he ever make it 31 days? No, he's fucking worthless and pathetic. But anyway, if I have to mail him the fucking key to this fucking scrub to allow him to relieve himself, which I'm pretty unwavering typically, give him a really hard time, but if I have to mail that key out, that's a big ding. Going to the post office is a fucking bitch, and so what? Usually I have someone else run my errand, but that's not the fucking point. Pay up, bitch. But who do you think is really paying for that? Thing one with one of the credit cards that were left for me. I mean, it's his money. Key has to be back to me, though, at a certain time frame. A couple years back when we first started this bullshit, the key was mailed to him, and his aunt just so happened to be flying into the state I live in. (laughs) So he gave her the key. Plot twist. He put the key in a jewelry box that was wrapped beautifully with other gifts. He begged me to meet... This woman, his aunt, at like Morton Steakhouse on the east side for dinner. (laughs) He had his assistant reserve, you know, make a reservation for us. Begged me to pretend that I was his girlfriend. And, you know, he has several of those running around as well as some boyfriends. Uh Let me get this straight. And let let me get clear for all of you, too. I had to meet this woman and fucking pretend like I was dating this fucking piece of shit. I had to pretend like he was a big part of my life and he is just ugh, and he's not. It was fucking hilarious. Let me tell you how that went. If you predicted that it costed him dearly for that whole almost fucking four hour ordeal. No, baby. It did cost him. I pretty much had him orchestrate everything and run it by me. He sent a driver to me. I got dropped off at Morton's. She was a little bit late. <sighs> this woman rolls up in a limo and, and her driver comes in with her and the driver's holding a bunch of wrapped gifts. And I'm like, "Ooh, are those for me? <laughs> I did not open anything in front of her. At the end of the night, the key ended up being in the smallest box with gorgeous earrings and red wrapping and a red bow. Good boy. His aunt, aunt, ugh, was absolutely lovely. Wonderful. We made fun of him because he's a total fucking brat. And this guy is well over 50. And they're actually close in age. Um, And although he dropped the ball and utilized me in this scenario, which I don't typically fucking do, but to entertain her, it was a really pleasant situation. But again, which in return cost him and she had no clue who I was, what I was really there for. Um, and I had met her actually another time when we flew out there. <laughs> We've flown out there a couple times to his state. That's another story for another time. Maybe. His family knows about the hookers. His family knows about a lot of other shit with him. I'm almost positive his the two divorces he went through was because he was caught red-handed with prostitutes. So I don't know why I'm that big of a secret. But anyway, now thing two, whole different vibe, polar opposites. So different. This year, this was things to first time doing this first time having a key holder. He practiced on his own occasionally and it wasn't working. Not a ton of self-control, but pretty good self-control, I would say. When it came down to it, the goal was two solid weeks. If he could surpass that, we would extend. He made it. He fucking made it. And that's the longest Thing 2 had ever been in Chastity. I can't lie. He did great. He was very low-maintenance, ran into a couple of issues in the beginning, but Thing 2 followed everything to a fucking T. And when he was released... He didn't want to try the actual physical chastity, but he still did not play with himself for almost another week. And he felt very accomplished. And I have to say, well done. Proud mama, but try harder. There's always room for improvement. <laughs> As for No Nut November, there's still four to five days left. You should try it. You just might like it. All right, I'm running out of time here. It was nice talking to you guys again. Don't forget to follow me, download me, obey me, worship me, like, share, comment, and subscribe. Bye!